Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Nine Nine podcast. It's been uh, it's been a trying hour there for us, which is just mm. about right because on this episode we're going to be talking about songs we absolutely hate, we <laughs> absolutely just, hate. We just fucking hate these songs so much. <laughs> just hate oh, them. I just had I've had technical <laughs> difficulties there that have me, meant have really amped me up in preparation for this uh, collection of songs that we're about to discuss. I mean, my from my God. end, it's it's been like a it's been like a performance art piece. Like I, I, anything that could go wrong on that end has gone wrong. <laughs> we, we were supposed to start recording an hour and fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I think it's perfect. I think it's the perfect. Yeah, it's been it's, it's definitely setter. been trying my patience as mm-hmm. uh, will a lot of these songs. I think that we're going to discuss. Yeah. So that um, voice, of course, is Andrea Cleary. Hello, I'm everyone. nine, and we are here to discuss songs. Now, for usually we just talk about songs we like, and you know, usually we're a very positive podcast. We're a very music positive podcast, but um, look, sometimes you just hate songs, and these are songs that we we just really don't like, um, and we think they have no moral value. <laughs> They've contributed nothing to the world. Yeah, um, these are songs that, um, whether personally or, you know, um, culturally, we hmm. think should go in the bin. Um, I think we, we've we we've kind of avoided the very, like, low-hanging fruit. Yeah, I think that was the intention. There's definitely hmm. songs. I mean, I ba- made a big, big, long list of songs, um, mm. And maybe we'll discuss some of them or just briefly um, touch on them after. We'll do some special event. mentions at the yeah, end for sure. I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these are songs that, uh, you know, I've been thinking about this because when you asked me to do this originally, I was kind of going, I don't know if there's that many songs that I hate. Totally. And then I opened <laughs> the floodgates yeah. and a load of bad songs came pouring in. Mm. And uh 
Yeah, but I was thinking though, you know, I mean, uh, there is one thing that has probably changed. I think the older you get, the harder it is for you to really hate songs. That's my feeling mm. on it. I think, like, I think, yeah, I think I agree. I, I, I think it's harder to hate new songs because it's kind of easier to avoid them. But, yeah. but I, I have spent, in some cases, with these songs, you know, decades hating them. Mm. Um, yeah. So and 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 I do feel that every time I hear them, I hate them a little bit more. So the songs that I already hated, they do fester in my soul, in like a little dark corner of my soul that's full of uh, mold and damp. Um, but yeah, it is harder to hate new 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 songs because I mean I don't listen to the radio really, um, like kind of you know our commercial Irish radio. Um, so but I mean there is one song on here that we that is one of your choices that um. That's a recent that's song, to, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's not too many very recent ones, but um. So so Niall, what um, what would be a character like, an exact or, or a characteristic of like what makes you hate a song? Is there something that you can put well, your finger on? This was what I was trying to explain to myself, even. But I think like one of the things that kind of ruins this a little bit is that. I have done some wedding DJing over the years. Mm. Uh, not much, but I've done a bit. It's and, a good place um, to start, the wedding yeah, playlist, for like, sure. There's definitely songs um, that you're asked to play at weddings that you kind of have no choice but to play. Obviously, mm. one of the big ones is Rock the Boat, and it's a very annoying song. It's, it's annoying, it, it but I kind of have no qualms with it. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I don't, it's fine. Yeah. It's like, but then I think because you have to play songs for other people that they love, sometimes you just have to get over it and play them. Yeah. And like that kind of leads you to sometimes going like, well, look, I have no choice. I, I can't really hate this right now. I, I They want mm. to hear it. Um, like, so that does change thing. And I think the more when you're DJing a lot or you're playing weddings or something like that, you are more mm. susceptible to be like, OK, I just have to get on with this. I have to play these songs that they want. And because that means you have to hear those songs a lot more. And therefore, there's a part of you that's a bit like. I can tolerate this now. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and there's very few songs that I really um, actively hate. But mm. there's a lot of um, songs that uh, we'll discuss here that represent things that I hate as well. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my sort of thing. I think um, I think I hate songs that are very cynical in their ploy for mm. emotion. If they use, yeah. you know, a chord structure that has just been done a million times before that is very easy on the ear, very like wedding, first dance at a wedding kind of song. I actually don't have any Ed Sheeran in my list, but he could have very easily been in there for that reason. That that sort of like, you know, that playlist of like first dance for a wedding that that would be my idea of hell that's what that's what is playing as i as i descend through the circles of hell um and then also i hate songs about uh, and i think i've spoken about this on the podcast before about um going out to the club and how amazing the club's going to be and anything to do with like we're on our way to the club and we can't wait to get there i can't stand it <laughs> i just hate it <laughs> there's nothing in the club for you clubs are awful um or the clubs that play the songs that are about going to the club are <laughs> largely awful. Um, so yeah, so they're they're kind of my two m my two really really big um, bugbears. And then there's just a, a a few that I I just I mean my number one most hated song I will talk about here and I'll I'll flag it when we get to it. I can't actually give a reason why I hate it so much. I was really trying today and and it's just 
it's just a visceral reaction um and i don't know why i hate it so much so yeah it's it, it's it's much harder to explain why you why you like something than don't like something as a general rule i, I find yeah. as, uh, as a critic. hate is a stronger emotion sometimes and yeah yeah i think for me it's like there's an element of uh, inauthenticity where you're like yes. i hate this because i know that you don't mean it yeah i hate this yeah, because yeah. you're you're cynically doing this i hate this yeah. because the message you're peddling is not one that you actually believe in mm-hmm. or just you know what's worse is like it's like if you think about writing and when you start off writing a lot of mistakes that you make as a young writer is like learned mistakes, mistakes that you you think you're supposed to do, like taking on or like using too many exclamation points or like mm. um, just using language without a second thought. And that's often the way like badly written songs just take the established language, music language that's gone before us and go they'd make a song out of it. And that sometimes mm. means makes for a terrible, terrible, very annoying song. Mm. So, will we, I don't have a particular okay. order necessarily. They're all bad. Let's um, just do one of yours, one of mine kind of thing. Do you, okay. do you want to kick off? Because I think the first one we have in the playlist is, is a doozy. And I think it will be a lot of people's least favorite song in the world. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, well, where do I start? It's a song from 2005. It's a Canadian troubadour. He's had a hat, bad day. And so have Uh-oh. you. Are you ready for Daniel Powder? You had a bad day, guys. Don't worry. The song is here to lift you up. It's You're faking so bad. a smile it's, with your coffee to go. That's the worst line in the song. The, it's yeah, my least. That, yeah, I, I, a smile. That makes me want I to punch, it. A, punch a wall. I know. I'm just like, you stop. You? There's, there's oh. also these, these, these weird like things in the background of it. Uh, it's, it's, and, and you know what else it is? It's the it's those opening chords genuinely yeah. make me so angry. And so many <laughs> songs have that like open like, oh, I'm trying to have a very iconic piano opener so that when I play this at my gig, everyone goes, Well, this is my favorite song. I hate it so much. Excellent choice. <laughs> yeah. It's so saccharine. Um, it's it's a, like it's that toxic positivity, isn't it? It's like mm. everything's gonna be okay, guys, no matter what. Like it's fine. And then there's the video with Daniel with the stupid ratty beanie hat on him. Um, <laughs> just everything about this is real like, it's okay, guys, I'm here to help you. Just oh, And there's a key change in it that's absolutely hideous. It's a hideous mm. key change. And like, that's what it, it's like. It's trying so hard to lift you up and it's trying so hard to be that song. You sing a sad song just to turn around and like, fuck off. 
fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not. Oh, I really it, I, the cadence of it all is like. It's like so basic as well, and I yeah. really do hate this song. And I've always hated it. Um, funny enough, it came up in a few weeks ago in the No Encore uh, quiz as one of the questions: What year is released? Two thousand five was when yes. it was released. He's Canadian, Daniel Powser. He has an essential collection of seventeen or eighteen songs on Spotify. I was, I was about to ask to you: Does he does he have did did he have another hit or like did what, did his follow up song do any? Well, but any, do any well? I don't know if that's a sentence. Do any well? Um, um, he doesn't <laughs> like, have anything that's close to popularity. Is that I think he maybe had mm. some Canadian, a uh, local Canadian hits. Jimmy gets high is one song, and a song called Free Loop, okay. both from the same album. And uh, yeah, so not much really. Um, but I think for me, like looking at the YouTube comments as well, I think that's kind of a good example. Here's here's a very generic comment to all those people having a bad day right now. Don't give up. One day we'll have that blue skies and genuine smiles. And that kind of uh, sums it up, really. That's uh, Daniel Powder, a bad day, a bad, bad song. And that's our first of uh, of many bad songs. Mm. <laughs> okay, my my first bad song is the song I was speaking about earlier. It's my it's the song I hate most in, in, in the world. I, I can't explain why. I don't know why. Um, it's Norman Greenbaum with Spirit in the Sky and... I, I, oh God! <laughs> Play the clip. Okay, so not a song for a lot of people that would really uh, be a viscerally um, difficult mm. song to listen to, but for you, it seems to be. Yeah, I something. Okay, so the, you know the opening bass line. I find it. Um, what's the word? Like cocky and um, <laughs> like <laughs> overconfident. I don't know. I I just. And it's not really so much like, because often when, when I bring this song up, I'm asked like, is it because of, you know, the message of it or whatever, or because it's a, it's a very religious song or whatever. I, it's not at all. I don't care. You know, I think um, I love a hymn. I think I said that last week. There's a lot of religious music that I, that I genuinely love. This, like, I think it's summed up in, in the delivery or the moment in the song where everybody gets together and says, God, I have a friend in Jesus. And this is a big wedding song, right? You've probably pay, played this at weddings. Yeah. No, um, I've never played this. I, I, like, look, you've heard it at say, a wedding. I, I try and play weddings where people are sound and don't ask me for stuff like this. But occasionally, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've done it for like friends of friends or something like that. So mm. sometimes, yeah, you get asked to play songs you don't like. Um, mm. So I will tell you one. But it's it's it. so if you if you can imagine how people look when they dance to this song. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of this. Yeah. I know, I know, I know listeners can't see me right now, but they know what I'm doing. And <laughs> it's just there's something about that like little shuffle. It it makes me want to get sick in my mouth. I 
hate this song. I really, really hate it. And I, I reckon I was first introduced to it when Gareth Gates mm, yeah, I released it. That, yeah. And yeah. and I, I was a Gareth Gates girl when he was in pop pop stars, pop pop idol. Um I was Gareth as opposed to Will. And he released this song and um I broke up with him. Uh, that was the end of our relationship. <laughs> I just hated it so much. Um, and yeah, apologies if I, if the song means a lot to anybody out there, but it's bad. It's a bad song. It's just bad. Yeah, I think it, I think it, I think you're right. I think it's it's just that kind of like kind of foul mysticism as well, isn't it? Like the kind of like, yeah. yeah, this really matters. It really means something. It's like it's yeah. It's when I die, the, the he also place. says the words "when I die" a lot, and I'm like. Okay, uh, I don't know. I I understand that it's supposed to be an upbeat song because death isn't the end for these people; it's the beginning. But like, yeah. it's uh, uh, when I die, um, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to the spirit of the sky. I'm going to be food for the worms, and I'd rather not think about that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's my problem. I'm like, stop trying to tell me that when I die, I'm going somewhere nice because I know I'm not. So, you know, let's not bring it up at this wedding. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not a while I'm in the song, supermarket. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Why you know what I mean? AIDS cover it. Weird. I weird. have no idea. So weird. So Very so strange. weird. But um, <laughs> yeah, I really, really hate it. It's it, but it's mostly it's less about the message and more about the bass. I just hate that bass yeah. line. Really okay, hate it. Right. Fair enough. Okay, fair you're enough. Off. Okay. Um. All right. Okay. Well, this is the one we were uh, sort of uh. uh Oh God! Uh, telegraphing in terms of most recent songs, this is a. Uh, mm. It's an Australian. And I think, artist. in terms of actual songs, like in terms of the actual songs that we're playing today, this is the worst one. I think this is a crime against humanity. This is um, yeah, Dance Monkey by Tones and I. Oh guys. God, we're sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry about this. Skip ahead thirty seconds if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> That is a song that makes me want to get sick of my mouth. That's how bad it is. It's it's absolutely awful. It's so bad. Oh. Okay, so if if someone else was singing that song, if someone else had a normal voice, I reckon it would bring it down from a ten on like the like ten being the worst a song could possibly be to maybe a seven. Yeah, I think it's the voice probably that does it. structure of the song, it, the, like it's bad. The lyrics are bad. The lyrics yeah. are bad. Uh, I don't know. I, f- I find the whole thing icky, but her voice is genuinely, and I know that that grating thing is is on purpose. Uh, that you know, sexy baby voice turned That's up. That's what 11. it gets. I'm just like, oh but my god, why, why, oh. what is the baby voice about? Why does she uh, pronounce time like dime? Um, why uh, does she say like the chorus is I've never seen anybody do the things that you do before and it becomes never see nobody do, to do things that do boy. <laughs> like what are you talking about? what is this it's a gibberish classic of the worst proportion it's like it's just really it's horrible to listen to that baby voice is the thing that gets me mm. like 
it's like it's and then it goes a bit like scatty almost as well it's like yeah. what is all this what is like why oh god it's it just sounds like something setting. is medically happening within her body and she can't control it it is re- like really really i i th- i think it's i think it's offensive <laughs> i think yeah. it's genuinely offensive um that this song got popular i think it's offensive to music this was the moment when this song got popular i uh, i mean what was this 2019 yeah so um, yeah it was yeah wasn't it I I had for for a few years been resisting, you know, becoming uh, like an old person about music and, you know, complaining that like the charts aren't what they used to be. I was like really, really trying not to like enter into that stage of my life, which I knew was imminent because because my 30s were imminent. But this song really, really pushed me over the edge. I was like, no, it's over. I think I think music's dead. I think it's yeah. dead and I think it's gone. And I think I, I remember it. like today FM <laughs> playing this song regularly and I'm like, what's yeah. wrong with everybody? What, yeah. what, what what's happened? Have mm-hmm. I gone through the looking glass here? What's why is everyone playing this song? I don't understand why people don't think it's the most annoying thing ever. Do you mm-hmm. know what we should do? Um, because she's still around. We should listen to one of her other songs um, uh, and and see if she does the same baby voice in it. Okay. Um, do, do you want to do it now? Do you want to well, listen, yeah, listen to yeah, her, her, her second most popular song? Okay. So. No, no, so there's a new single called Charlie. It's actually in the charts right now. Okay. So let's click in 30 seconds into that and have a listen to that. Okay. that one somehow oh not her, not nearly as annoying i mean she's, she, she's dialed the voice back I mean, she's still <laughs> doing the sexy baby thing but in a in a cadence we can kind of handle um yeah. oh. remember, do you think that's why it was so popular i think it was a song that like kids loved i think that's why it was so popular and then like but then mainstream radio shouldn't be playing that kind of stuff in the daytime I mean, <laughs> like, it's just well, everyone's life. yeah but i mean marie in the discord was saying that she worked with someone who had it as their ringtone oh that's bad a grown person like an adult with a job yeah. I, th- I think you should be fired for that <laughs> i think i genuinely think like this is if someone likes this song that is one of the biggest red flags i can imagine i think there's something not i think you're probably slightly evil do you know how many do you know many places have has on uh, on uh, spotify no. Did you have a look? Will I tell you? Uh, Dan- Dance Monkey. Oh my Will God. It? Hang on. Is that, That's is that billion. billion? That's billion. Yeah. Two billion six hundred and forty six million four hundred and twenty thousand three hundred and thirty six. Well, three hundred and thirty four because we both just played it separately there. They don't. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. That's a lot of listens. That That's is a lot of listens. Too many listens. If you <sighs> ask me. Where does that sit in the in most popular uh, Spotify streams? Actually, let's have a look in real time. Songs. This is making me sad. This is really. This is actually yeah. affecting me. It's the third most streamed song of all time. Why? Uh, only behind 
Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, which is 3.13. That's a great song. Billions, that's fine. And then Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, 3.227 billions. Not as good a song. No. But like, why? If anyone likes this song, please, we will not (laughs) mention your name. We will not even (laughs) respond to you. I swear to you, you can message us anonymously. Just a paragraph on like why you like it. Because I've never met somebody who actually likes it. And I want yeah. I want to know. I well, one thing I noticed know. which uh, seems to be um, a thing on all of these songs that I hate um, is that there's always, and you don't know whether it's like a real thing or not, but if you look at the YouTube uh, comments on all of these videos, mm. there's always like, oh, my dad loved this song before he passed or like those kind of stories or mm. like so, you know, one no one's of those dad loved this song before he passed yeah there. like sad tragedy kind of songs no there is one and like one of the first ones is uh and my 65 year old father loves this song a landscaper for longer than i've been alive if he hears the song while he's working oh he hasn't died yet <laughs> but <laughs> yeah I, he's got shit I can tell music. What song sorry, he's dancing to like... in his head by the way he dances this reminds me of this uh you know the story? Have you seen the story? Oh, it's just about to <laughs> say. <laughs> the Hudson Mohawk song. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> Your man thrusting to a song. Oh my God. We'll we'll put the Reddit post in the show notes. Oh, but, you have um, to have seen it. You, if, if yeah, you people have to have seen it. The, there's a the Reddit story about a, a, a girl, an so exasperated girlfriend who's like, my, my uh, boyfriend keeps... Uh, uh, we have to have sex to the song. No, no, um, no. It was him. He he, he yeah, wrote he the says, post. He he oh, was he like, it, yeah. I was I was always afraid of being bad at sex. So I I googled it and it was like, play some music and then you'll kind of have the rhythm down or whatever. So I made myself a playlist. And one of the songs on the playlist, my girlfriend doesn't like. And we've been having sex to this song for like two years. It's my favorite song. She told me she doesn't like it. So I didn't play it anymore. But the other day we were having sex with no music and she could tell from like my rhythm, which song I was thinking about while having sex. And it was this song. Do you have it, Niall? Oh, yes, yes. Can yes, we play it? play it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to play it from the start here. Okay, it's Hudson Mohawk, Seabat. imagine like, I think no, most people can't imagine that's why it's so funny but the, yeah so there's like all, on TikTok there's people trying to like show you know is it the rhythm is it the beat is it the like for want of a better word the melody the beep beep beep, beep. and the worst thing about it is that like it, it, it can't just be like the do 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 like it can't yeah. be that because she wouldn't have been able to recognize it yeah, from what yeah. he was doing it had yeah. to have been you know yeah, frantic it has to be, and yeah. weird. Wild. <laughs> it's it's genuinely it's it's my reason to be cheerful this week. Like <laughs> that, that song is just oh my god. 
genuinely awful and it has like loads of streams now on spotify yeah um, what, what did he change he changed his bio uh on he said like his twitter bio was like uh uh one of the cry sugar is a better song to have sex to <laughs> one, of his, <laughs> one of his newer songs <laughs> yeah i say look, cry sugar look is better for sex, yeah. music to have sex to less sea bat more sea mat uh-huh. I, you okay. know at least, at least she's got a steady rhythm okay i'm up Ooh. next um am okay I? this is a controversial one yeah me oh this is my most controversial one so um whenever i say and i don't think you without, should say this song I, I think we should play it so can you intro it without without okay, mentioning what it is? I won't say what it I is. I want the surprise to be. Um, so whenever we're talking about songs that we that we hate, which when music journalists hang out, we talk about that often. And whenever I've brought this song up, I can't describe to you how angry people get that I hate this song. This is a song that seems to be. I I I actually don't think I've ever met another person that hates this song, and I can't stand it. Um. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, here it is. It doesn't make any sense. just this one thing mm-hmm. please explain yourself if you can oh, like honestly the the instrumental's fine like it's good actually but why is she singing so high like <laughs> what like w- when she comes in in that first bit it's so jarring i'm like ah stop shouting at me <laughs> like it's like she starts at 10 and just stays there there's no sense of dynamics in the song at all and then yeah. the 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 chorus is just like, it's like two notes. Do, 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 do. Like, and she's so, like, she's singing so high. And it's not quite too high for her voice, but it's getting there. Like, it's nearly too high for her to sing. And she's just, I don't know, whenever, I don't know what it is. I just, it's I just, I don't think walk. it's good. I think that's what it is. is it? Like, is it just like a bit too uncomfortable for you? Yeah, it's like it's it it, it hurts me. Like it I'm like, you. why why are you yell, yelling at me? Like <laughs> why stop? Like just you know, take a step, take a breath, <laughs> and, and start the song over in a register that suits you. Like I just I really I re- it, it 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 grates me. It really grates me. Um, and I'm not like I'm always I'm always nervous about talking about this song because i'm not saying she's like shrill or anything like that yeah it's yeah. It, it's it's not a it's it's not a thing where she's like where she has like oh annoying woman voice but it's just she really just starts kicked in so so much <laughs> and she's given it her all at the beginning and i just think 
she's singing too high. It it, it, it grates me. I I I don't like it. Mm. Okay. I think the chorus. Right. I think the chorus is bad. Okay. Uh, What's that? Like, what is that melody? Like, that's not anything. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, it's, it's gobble, not. gobble, gobble. Like, why? <laughs> what is it? It's no, no. It's, it's not. No. This isn't it. It's no, no. guys. And I'm it's, sorry, it's, everyone. I know people are going to be mad, but whatever. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind this song at all. You like this song because you've I been one of the it, people yeah. who've given out to me in a pub when I said I hated it. Yeah. It's yeah, it's cool. It's like it's like almost jazzy pop or something. <laughs> it's real like nah. it's like a little bit dissonant, but it works as well. So I no, know. I think I think it's in it's in a similar realm to "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift, which is a song I love, and I think that's I think "Shake It Off" is a better version of "One Thing" by Amory. Okay, all right, that's my hot take. Well, look, I mean, some songs are just by pure repetition are uh, the kind of song that if you like you could essentially use it as effective uh, waterboard torture. Like it's a, it's a torture song. So this next one for me is a bit of a torture song. Um, and I'm just going to play the opening bits to this and you will understand why. Another example of toxic positivity in full force. <laughs> it is Top Loader dancing in the moonlight. Song is it the voice? Written, huh? Is it the voice? Is it a tones and I thing? It's no, like it's for, not because for me, it's the vocals. All right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's mm. kind of annoying, that, and it's it's that kind of like everything's going to be great, guys. I mean, it's not a bad song itself. It's just that I no. think it's that like. That little uh, melody line behind it that starts the song, do, do, the twinkling do, do, kind of, do, 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 do. yeah, yeah, that yeah. will haunt you forever if you <laughs> let it. And I think you just can't let that in. Like originally, that song was recorded in 1970, um, and it is a song that was being covered a few times. But the English band Top Loader in 2000 were the band that really nailed the bad status. It's a simpering pop classic for sure. Um, mm. And it's I have a bone to pick the, with you, Niall. Yeah, yeah. So, um, for anyone in the Discord, you might know where I'm going with this, but um, a few months back, early in the Discord days, there was what can only be described as an explosive debate that uh, broke out. And I think the question was, which song would you rather listen to, like, for a three-hour journey, and you could only listen to this one song? And the two options given were Dancing in the Moonlight, by, uh, by Top Loader and You're Gorgeous by Baby Bird, right? <laughs> I 
I, I was in there. I, 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 oh, come here. I, I haven't gotten over this because I was the only person in there saying, what are you all talking about? You're gorgeous. My baby bird is a great song. And everyone's like, no, no, no. It's so much worse. It's so much worse than, than Dancing in the Moonlight. That's the worst one. That's the worst one. And I was like, I hate them sir. <laughs> but I noticed that Baby Bird isn't in your list of most hated songs and yet Dancing in the Moonlight is. So I'm taking this as a win. <laughs> Well, you can take it as a win, but it's certainly in a while. Do you know what? And I did, I think I explained this at the time. Uh, Mm. There is a funny association I have with this song. Me and my pal Co uh, went on a journey from Cork to Galway, I believe. Oh yeah, you actually did this. That was it. We listened to, we tried to listen to this song on repeat for the entire (laughs) journey. We lasted about like, I think we had six listens and we were like, oh. I started to hate myself. Mm. I started to feel like the world was uh, collapsing around me. Mm. It's just when it comes in, I'm so triggered by the opening now because yeah. of that as well. It's like a bad trip or something. It's just like, oh God, I'm never going to escape It's just the repetition of that start all the time is like, oh God. So here we are. Look. Yeah. Oh, it's so awful. It's so awful. I hate it. I hate it. I agree. It has a very grating kind of production like I, I i hate anything twinkling in in pop songs i think if you're going to use a twinkle much like a clap um m- much like a, a a kind of a chorus of um like a crowd sound chorus yeah um you'd want to have very very good reason for it and i don't think top loader uh earned the twinkle at the beginning right. of well, Dancing in the Moonlight. Speaking of Twinkle Twinkle, not a song I included here, but certainly an annoying song that I've seen on TikTok is the Twinkle Twinkle Little Bitch song. Oh God, that's, Very oh annoying. God. <laughs> There's a whole other no. category that of songs that were ruined by TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we should do an episode soon on TikTok songs because I'm now on TikTok and I can I can speak more on it, I think. So. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, um, am I up? Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to, I wanted to not only pick like, songs that would be you know easy for me to hate i set myself a a mini challenge of picking a song that i hate from not only an artist that i love but from what i think is their best album and an album that i hold really really dear i genuinely think it is one of if not the best pop album of the 2010s and i skip this song every time it's bad blood by taylor swift Okay, tell mm. me why you hate Bad Blood by one of your favorites, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like generally uncritical of Taylor Swift, but I do really, really like her. I think she's great. Um, but this song, I just think it's, I just think she's capable of so much better. Like it's, it's almost without melody. Is a very, yeah. very grating thing. And then, it's mostly the verses for me. I think that do 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 do, and she's I don't know. There's like there's a line that's like 
these kinds of wounds, they last and they last. And I'm like, I don't know. It, 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 a lot of it just feels like she's just trying to like fill space with words. I like the pre-chorus that it's so sad to think about the good times you and I. I think her voice sounds great in, in, in those moments. It doesn't quite redeem it for me. Like I just think it's 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 just sounds quite lazy, to be honest. And it's yeah. it, it's I guess kind of, you know, pre-reputation era snarky Taylor, which I don't I didn't love reputation. And I think this song is is a reputation song as opposed to a 1989 song. It just ha- kind of happened to be on this album. Um, I'm really sorry to all the Swifties. Please don't come at me. But like, I just know this this song isn't it. A mad music video. As well. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie Golding has like a bazooka launcher thing in oh, it. Yeah, it's, that yeah, it's, it's wild. Mm. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't earn the the sort of, side-eye snarky like vocal performance that she puts on in it and I, I mean I think she earns that in a song like look what you made me do um where she just kind of is, is like um, amping it up to the nth d- degree but I just don't think it's earned in this song I don't think this song is like uh, I don't know band-aids don't fix bullet holes I'm just like oh that's like it's that kind of stuff from Taylor that yeah. really bugs me um what about the Kendrick verse on the on the? Oh, other awful, awful, awful! Like really, just a moment bad. silence for that. <laughs> <laughs> Pour one out for the Kendrick verse, like really bad. Yeah, and like it's, and it's on one of my favorite albums of all time. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's an instant skip for me. It really it's bothers me. Bad. Okay. Yeah. It's all bad. right. That's that's a that's a brave a brave choice a brave choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. very I've had two quite brave choices now so far. So, well, I'm just about to tarnish an entire uh, subgenre here. So, uh, <laughs> very quickly, um, this next song is indicative of a genre um, that brings the Roaring Twenties into the 2020s, and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. God, so bad. So yeah, that is uh, a song called "The Dupe" by Duper Than Dupe. <laughs> no, it's "Dupe" by Dupe because there is no um, room for imagination in the genre <laughs> that is known as electro swing. Mm. So yeah, as you can hear, electro swing or swing house is a, a dance music genre that combines the influence of vintage or modern swing and jazz uh, mixed with house and hip hop. It is absolutely abhorrent it is i cannot stand the use of the word vintage when it comes to music i I basically can't stand the word vintage unless it refers to like a piece of furniture or like a chanel suit from the 50s like calling music vintage really grates me and that's exactly what this genre is like this you know caravan palace um, and that mino speak americano track that was that i nearly picked for this uh, but then I saw you had this and I was like, yeah, it's basically the same thing. Horrible. Yeah, I mean, 
there are there are examples of songs that use some of those um like samples of of kind of old jazz and stuff like my woman uh white town a good song um there's others i can think of like lucas with the little off was an old rap song uh french rap song that i liked that had that kind of vibe as well oh you can but sample it but just putting like a 4-4 beat under it it's and calling that, it that's it what it is it's the, is like, it's the no. sped up like let's do the charleston but sped up with a with a mm. dunk on it like it's just so horrible <laughs> and yeah. I once got asked to, to DJ at an event and they were like, uh, can you do an electro swing set? And I was like, no, no, I can't. I can't do no, that. I can't. <laughs> no, I'm not. Actually, I, had to, yeah. I had to bow out of that, <laughs> yeah, that gig. I'm like, I, I, I will do many things for money, but I won't do that. <laughs> no, I won't do that. <laughs> uh, so that's yeah, it. That's, no. that's our moment for electro swing, a horrible mm. genre that somehow comes back here every now and again. So, wouldn't be surprised if it's a TikTok trend in the next few years. If it hasn't uh, already, um, I hope so, not. Yeah. I really hope not. It's like that that new Rosalia song that's viral on TikTok right now. I'm just, when it, whenever I hear it, I'm like, I I do think it's funny, like the clips when people. So it's like the new Rosalia song, yeah. And then somebody like giving a side eye and chewing gum, and I think it's funny when people do it with like cows chewing grass and stuff. I think that's cute, but. That's um, it's ooh, uh, it, it's I, I I don't I don't like it. But anyway, um, my next song is by Metallica. It's called "Nothing Else Matters" and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What I know. <laughs> uh, that's, you know what that song sounds like? It sounds like the sweaty, smelly guitar shop that I had to be in as a teenager because my friends wanted to go in there and someone would be playing the intro to this and getting it wrong. And uh, it's just, it's like... I don't know. I'm probably being unfair. I think I just associate it with like people that would just play this song in the bloody guitar. That is enough. Sometimes it's just association. Yeah, that, uh, you know I have I mean? a song I'm going to talk about briefly that is an association. Um, yeah. That, you know, it's just that's enough. You don't need it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm not like the world's biggest Metallica fan anyway. I can, you know, I, I respect them. You know, I understand that they're a very important band and they do have songs that I like, but like, this this song like if this was on is it a dirge is that why you don't like it like it just has no doesn't go anywhere oh like it takes so long to start first of all um it's just i don't know the the, the kind of like the noodling at the start is i think a bit um 
self-indulgent um and i get that they're a fucking metal band or whatever but i i yeah i don't know i it's there's just something in it that grates me and then when it kicks mm. in I, I just find it i'm like no <laughs> it's so hard to explain why i hate it so much oh, but like it's yeah if, if this came on in a bar i would i would go out for a smoke like i would I would have to remove myself from the situation similar to hotel California, but you'd have to have two smokes for that. Cause it's so long, but like True. it's, it's, it's that sort of thing where I'm just like, this is, this is an arms around your mate's shoulders, sing along, nothing else matters. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, it, 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 do you know what it is? It's cringy. I it's think cringe. the song is cringe. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not many cringe. songs here. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that they, that they probably know that and understand that. Well, most of the members of the band do, uh, some of them don't, but, um, I, th- I, I, I do, I find it cringy and I understand that other people don't, but to me, it is a deep, deep cringe. Okay. All I right. can't help that. I'm sorry, everyone. If you have, uh, questions or comments about our choices, <laughs> podcast at not nine.com oh, uh, we'll both get that email and uh be kind <laughs> please be nice <laughs> or, yeah. or you can join our discord it's uh not nine on patreon mm. to get access to that um, i mean we'll, don't you don't need to explain to me why you like nothing else matters like explain to me why you like dance monkey don't explain to me why you like the metallica song because for my entire life all i've had was to be fair, mostly men explaining to me why Metallica are good. So I'm good for that, actually. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm fine. I've, I've heard all the arguments. I respect it, but I respectfully decline your opinion. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Okay, mm. right. Um, right, so I, I could have I just tarnished uh, new metal as an entire genre, but I decided not to because I had enough of that this month, thanks to No Encore Quiz. Fair enough. Um, so <laughs> I won't be talking about Olympus Kitty. I also did oh, watch that. Oh, this is worse. again, the same. I think this is worse. I think this, this is, worse. is worse. It's insidious in its in its pleasantries. Oh yeah, um, I would genuinely rather go see Limp Bizkit than than listen to this yeah. song in its entirety. Yeah, and this is responsible. Oh, in a way, it's not responsible, but it rec- represents a lot of things that it led to that uh, I absolutely hate. So mm. the song is the Lumineers. Ho, hey. I've been trying to do it right. Hey! I've been living lonely life I've been sleeping here instead I've been sleeping in my bed sleeping in my bed so show me family all the blood that I will bleed I don't know where I belong I don't know It's cute and folksy and lovely oh, and it's a great it's pop song scary. and oh my god I hate it so much. I love Mumford uh, and Sons. <laughs> yeah. I mean they oh. were too easy. They were too easy of it. Yeah of I, I a, was going to put Little Lion Man in my playlist yeah. but I thought that this was basically the same thing. It is. It is. It is. And you know for me I think what, what this represents is a song 
that allowed a lot of very bad musicians to make a lot of popular music. Mm. Um, it heralded a sort of like a, a rootsy, folky revival that was really fake. That mm. also led to something else that I absolutely hated, and that was a ukulele revive, revival. And mm. not only was it like a short-lived, you know, musical genre that, or like sound that they defined a lot of times uh, in the last 15 years, it was, it became a de facto sound for all YouTube ads, including, here's an example, like you, you go on YouTube today and you see an ad that on a pre-roll, you're going to get this. Whistling and ukulele. It's the worst combination you can get. At Business Corp, we have your interests in mind. Talk to us Terms today about your apply. business. <laughs> <laughs> KBC for Bank is regulated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, make it stop, make it stop. Make Crypto it stop, is not a regulated. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. It's responsible Actually, for the Ukrainian you know, whistling. On that, um, I have a, a really good video essay to recommend people. Um, it's by a, a YouTuber called Pantacruel. Um, uh, he's an Irish guy. I think he lives in the UK. So it's T-A-N-T-C-R-U-L. And the, um, the name of the video is corporate music how to compose with no soul so he's okay. a comp- he's he's like a professional composer and he breaks down um how corporate music works and how it's supposed to make you not feel lovely anything it's re- it's a very very interesting video um, okay I'd great i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna um put that in the show notes for sure yeah yeah um, yeah lovely. And he's just he's okay. just a great essayist actually i recommend all his stuff but that one is great okay. um and it lovely. is that ukulele thing and you're right it was the lumineers they did it like they yeah i was also see also uh riptide by vance joy oh no i love that song Niall. i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a terrible song but it does it does lead on to this um the Mm. lazy song by bruno mars as well has a bit of. oh yeah that can get in the bin yeah uh, terrible song so really this is the the heinous one for me this is the one that like upsets me the most and uh, yeah and the band and the band seem to be the kind of band that are still dining out on the popularity of that song although they seem to be very popular I, go- so. I googled the lumineers there and one of the you know the un- underneath it's like people also ask um and one of them is did the girl quit the lumineers <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> great <laughs> the girl um yeah not okay. a good song but re- so, really really bad song actually and it, the it's the ho hey at the beginning that, yeah, that it, yeah, it's like yeah. why why are you trying to fight me like it's like what, bad what a- arcade fire and we can't talk about arcade fire this week because no, we've already talked no. about them enough no um, um okay your next one is actually one that ooh. is pretty much universally hated yeah this the, is bad yeah, this is a bad um, one so we asked oh. in the discord uh what people uh if people had songs that they absolutely hated um this was Dano one that said, was suggested. Yeah. When I was a kid, I decided for no reason that I absolutely despised Cheryl Crow's All I Want to Do and that hatred st- <laughs> I think stuck. That's so funny. A genuine passion hate, though, is Black Eyed Peas. 
I got a feeling. <laughs> I got a feeling, aka yeah. tonight's going to be a good night. Fuck yeah. that song forever. <laughs> Fuck it forever. <laughs> Colm uh, agrees and says, I used to work in an office where we had a collaborative Spotify playlist on Shuffle. If anyone added a song to play, it reset the Shuffle. But Spotify Shuffle is biased. The result of that coming together was that we built this city by Starship. And they offer speaker like five times an hour. I don't think the song I hate more now. Oh God! Uh, Paddy said, "I worked in a music shop during the long, long stay of My Heart Will Go On at number one, burnt in my brain. The Great first song. one of I Got a Feeling blared in Stade de France after Thierry Hon- Henry's handball against Ireland, with Ireland's players slumped on the pitch in hopeless defeat because uh. of fairly neat <laughs> juxtaposition." Ouch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, for me, it's um, the song would have been released what, like 2012, 2013, something like that. It was hey. early 2010s anyway. Um, and I would have been... 2009, yeah. Oh, 2009, but it was kind of still played when I was going out um, in my early 20s to clubs that I hated um, with people I hated and uh, listening to music that I hated, uh, drinking drinks that were disgusting uh, in clubs that had sticky floors that I hated. Um, and this was the sound of that um so here's uh i got a feeling that tonight's gonna be actually quite a good night at black eyed peas I had to let that song go into the shouty bit there, so uh, I'm sparing you as much as I can here. Is it just the most like vacuous? Like, uh, I don't. I mean, look, I know there's a lot of songs about like going out and partying and forgetting your problems or whatever, but there's something about this that like it's just. I think it's. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's do you know? It's like the fill up my cup, Mazel Tov. Yeah, like I, I don't know why Mazeltov is in there. Like it's empty it's, platitudes. It's just empty platitudes. That's it's just it completely it's, empty. It and I, and don't get me wrong, I I think there are Black Eyed Peas songs that are more evil than this. Um, my partner, his least favorite song in the entire world, um, and a song that he genuinely believes to be evil is "My Humps" by Black Eyed Peas. I mean, Peas. that's an easy one. Yeah, like they um, could dominate this list easily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I think maybe they're like I think "Where Is the Love" is probably the most um offensive <laughs> of all their songs but it's just Did that, that get, like, like co-opted as like a 9-11 song was that the whole buzz of that yeah like? yeah there was yeah it was yeah <laughs> everything about that song gives me the ick um and I, I guess this one is just like I, I've been um subjected to it a bit more oh and god uh not not to mention the the uncensored version of uh let's get it started which i went when i heard it for the first time which was probably about two years after it was released i didn't realize that the word wasn't started um and i heard it and i was like sorry 
excuse me like mm-mm, no um i think they're they're bad and evil um and they should be banned from music but yeah it's just something about i i got a feeling that just sums up that that culture of like let's go out and get entirely fucked up and yeah. like it's there's nothing our, wrong our with going contraception. out yeah but it's it, it's this thing of like it's it's not even like let's go have a good time with our friends like there's so many songs that are just like let's go out and get trash and i'm like like what like i don't know what's that contributing like why don't you I think start there's a desperation a to the to their it's hollow the whole thing is hollow that's what yeah the yeah they're really I, like I, they're, the re- repetition is trying to make you believe that you're gonna have a good night and you know you're not yeah you know you're not like, deep it's down not, you know you're not you know you're not gonna have a good night because you went to that club last week and it sucked and someone groped you like you know what I mean it's it's just like it, it's no it's gonna be awful because it's always awful and you playing this song isn't gonna make it any better and you know maybe I'm using my own experiences here but like every club I went to that played this song when I was in my early 20s I genuinely just needed to get the fuck out of there and when I hear this song now and it's always played on like um you know like fo- like football uh Golds, yeah, and, you know, at the end, the <laughs> end of the football game, and like, you know, I, 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 I truly, truly, truly hate it. Yeah, I, okay. mm, it's bad, but it's bad for culture. Fair, fair. <laughs> and fair. The, your next one, I'm, I'm so interested about this because it, yeah, like, I, I, uh, this, I this, shocked, whether this shook me to I my core. This or not? No, yeah. See, I don't actually me. like. I don't actually hate this song. Okay, um, but it. It is. It makes me shudder now because um, of an uh, an experience I had, um, and that experience was actually wedding DJing. And uh, I got asked, uh, to, I got roped into DJing a wedding that uh, people I didn't know that well, um, mm-hmm. through my ex partner as well. We we both got uh, roped in. Had uh, it was. Uh, I won't. I don't want to say much about it because, like, I don't want to like ruin it for the people. Like, they're they're lovely people. It just became this chaotic weekend. Um, a combination of like strict timetables. Um, mm. dodgy accommodation. Um, you're like, I didn't sign up for this. Like, I thought I was coming down to do somebody a favor, not to like, like become the person that everyone turns to when something goes wrong regarding Mm -hmm. music or anything uh, event related. So there was a lot of things happening there. Also, um, uh, there was also uh, my partner was sick at the time and there was uh, everything was just all coalescing into this horrible experience. And this song was, was uh, (laughs) it was asked, I got stopped on the day or the, maybe the day before the wedding, and we were in the middle of nowhere. There was no Wi-Fi. There was no 3G even. Um, and I got asked, I got told I had to play this song, the instrumental of this song at the start of uh, the party of the wedding um, because somebody wanted to sing over it. And I was like, what? This is not what I'm signed up for. No. So basically I had to go and uh, find some Wi-Fi somewhere and download an instrumental version of this song. Um, and just because of that, because I had to play it so many times and because it wasn't a very pleasant experience because literally it's one of those things like somebody made a misguided attempt to like impress the bride and groom and it just became this really like horrible 
like clash of personalities and what people wanted and what people didn't want. Mm. Weddings are awful, man. Yeah. So this song, the start, it's actually the start of this song. It's not even the song itself. It's just the, um, it's Thelma Houston, Don't Leave Me This Way. It's the opening, like 30 seconds of this song. Where someone's kind of singing a bit over like, the song it's very triggering for me now i have tried to learn to love the song again but i i really can't i've tried there is a uh, bronski beat version of it and that's better Uh, but at that version the commune arts one um, i can't really listen to that one that version of it anymore Mm. and it just really upsets me (laughs) so so that's it it's kind of like it's not a song i hate it's a song that i i i now uh, it triggers me and I and I hate what it's become to me. And that's a, that's just a very personal version of, mm. of one of the songs that you hate. It's like, I can't play this anymore because it, it I'm ruined. But yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's what that is. <laughs> I think that's uh, all, all of the kind of clubby songs that I have on my list are, are that. It's like, like they're bad songs, but I also just associate them with like just extremely grim nights you know so yeah yeah i i i get that um okay am i up next yeah oh boy oh man oh hey (laughs) i laughed there i scared the cat okay um oh you can pick any song by this band really but this is drops of jupiter by train oh here we go So this is a song I managed to avoid for a long, 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 long time. A long mm. time. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's... It wasn't I, worth the wait. <laughs> I mean, have you never heard that song? No, I have, but i just really not that familiar with it either. Like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I, I could have chosen Hey Soul Sister, but I once again, please, I'm begging everybody to watch Pat Finnerty on YouTube and his video essay on Hey Soul Sister by Train and how bad it is, uh, how, ba- how bad that song is. But um, you can pick any Train song, really. They're just so incredibly uh, disingenuous. Like, the lyrics of this song are mad. Like, what? what is it? She acts like summer and walks like rain. I hate when 
when male singer songwriters just think of the most. Do you know what it is? It's it's like the equivalent of like happy anniversary, baby. Here's a, a dozen roses and a box of chocolates and a bubble bath. And it's like, oh great, you gave me like the women's package for yeah, the yeah, yeah. like th- thank you for my women's presence like it's just <laughs> she acts like summer walks like rain like it doesn't mean anything what does walking like rain mean what does acting like summer mean i don't understand it like and then i don't know she's gone into space or something it's just <laughs> the best soy latte you ever had is a lyric in this song uh, you know yeah, like I there's so many songs point. we could have chosen for bad lyrics. That uh, what's that boy band one with? The, that's like the Abercrombie and Fitch one. Uh, you know the Which one? that song. Uh, just bad songs. LFO, Summer Girls. You know that song. Like it's like a terrible song because the lyrics are also terrible. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. You know that one. This oh is like yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. So I, I guess I avoided things like. Um, you can take some relish in that. You can kind of enjoy that. You can kind of like, ah, it's yeah, so or, bad, it's good. But it's also like kind of a novelty song. Like I was, yeah. I was trying to avoid songs that were novelty songs, as in like, you know, things like the Crazy Frog or, I don't know, like the Cheeky Girls. Um, the Macarena, which I actually like, but like, hey, you know, Macarena's so, great song. I'm Ma- decided. Macarena's great, but like, actually, and I, I have a list of um, like the most hated songs that I'll go through at the end, um, and a lot of them I just love, but, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's the kind of, it's the faux sincerity of Train that truly offends me, and it, and it is that sort of like just catch all like oh you know the hoes gonna love this like (laughs) women are gonna love this song because it's like I I don't know it's just so it's just this blanket romantic statement about absolutely nothing that could be applied to absolutely anybody and I hate it I just hate it fair enough fair enough I mean (laughs) you don't need any more reason yeah than that yeah hate a song and yeah that's a very good reason to hate a song yeah your next song <laughs> is a song that i like but um but i i know why you don't like it and i agree with you so well i mean if it's the one you're talking about it's it's really indicative of the whole album right um, yeah, yeah 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 so i this is a this is an album i have a problem with and that i hate now because i mean it was a lot of reasons so the album in question is Moby and uh, Moby's Play. Mm. Obviously, a hugely successful album that sold 12 million copies um, and was ubiquitous quite at the time. seminal. Yeah, it uh, was one of the first like big albums that where all of the songs were licensed for ads and basically... Uh, open the floodgates for licensing and sync and all that kind of stuff was just absolutely everywhere like in just every song on the album was used but i think looking back on it now it's a 1999 album the biggest problem with it is actually the fact that um no it's a it's a it's an interesting subject to explore and i want to like just actually read out some stuff to you about it because mm-hmm. obviously the thing about play was that it was uh it uses a a lot of kind of folk uh, samples from uh, black artists in the past that were recorded by Alan Lomax. So therefore a lot of gospel and blues artists that were sampled by Moby and he made so much money off. Um, 
but just to get into that, I think the pro- issue with that is, is like these field recordings, folk music field recordings, obviously he was able to do that. He was allowed to do that. They, they might've even, maybe the copyright had actually elapsed at that point. So he could use it. I'm not hundred percent sure, but the real problem is that it's just how he uses it. And I think, I don't think what was intentions at the time, but it just shows you how things fast things have moved on. Like the intentions of, of an artist were never in question uh, back then, where now we'd be listening to a song like this, Natural Blues, and going, what is he doing using that? Trouble so hard, ooh, Lord, trouble so hard, don't nobody know my trouble but God, don't nobody know my trouble but God, ooh, Lord, trouble so hard, So my problem with that is that, uh, you know, I don't think Moby was ever trying to shine a light on the original source material in any way, really. He acknowledged it, but he never really, like, lifted it up or, or, or did anything. And I think there's a, there's a great um, great article in Fact magazine called All Play and No Work, How Moby's Best-Selling Album Damaged <laughs> Electronic Music by Ryan Diddock. I'm going to read some of this out Fantastic to you. Fantastic header. Because, yeah. Uh, so three of the songs from the Alan Lomax uh, box set, Sounds of the South Now, Aside, there is an amazing heavyweight podcast called um, Gregor um, about the guy that actually loaned the albums to Moby and never got them back. And so you should go listen to that. It is a very good episode. It's also a bit grim. Um, But heavyweight is the podcast. Uh, Gregor is the title, the episode in question, and it's about this guy trying to get his CDs back from Moby years later. <laughs> but it becomes about like him, how Moby basically like blanked him and, and it didn't come back. So that's another thing. But just about these, so three of the songs on the play album were actually from that box set called Sounds of the South by Alan Lomax, uh, that Alan Lomax have recorded. So just about this whole stuff is that, um, so there's a guy, so this is from the Fact um, uh, magazine uh, article. The scholar David Hesman Halla, in a 2006 article published in the journal uh, Social and Legal Studies entitled Digital Sampling and Cultural Inequality, helps to articulate what seems to be most probable to me about Moby's particular modus operandi. Throughout Moby's play, there is an ambivalent appropriation of the perceived features of another culture. He argues the samples pay tribute to that other culture, even celebrated, but on terms which ultimately reduce the complexity of the appropriated culture to something crude and simplistic. In uh, Pitchfork's contemporaneous review, the critic Krent, uh, Brent de Crento uh, echoes the sampling and processing of passionate folks and folk and blues roots music drains whatever emotional ballast kept the music so spiritually afloat. In other words, play literally whitewashes the blues. Building upon uh, Hesmanal's Concepts, the Afrofuturist writer Nabil Zubura uh, speaks deftly of a marriage between hauntology, the zeitgeist of sampling, and schizophonia, the term the composer and sound theorist Murray Schaefer uses to describe the splitting of music from its sources. 
Zuberi finds that sampling is more complex a phenomenon and cultural circulation much thornier a matter than to conclude that Moby is ripping off black artists more than, say, Kanye West thieved King Crimson or Aphex Twin. It is less about the authority to sample different cultures and appropriate incorporate them into new works of art. It is more about the acknowledgement of the uneven dynamics of power and privilege that make these recordings available for sampling in the first place. So that's just one thing I just been thinking about when I was thinking about this. I was like, I, I mean, hate is maybe too strong a word, but like it is, it is something it's that discomforting. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it's like the fact that he made so much money out of this, and now it's cool. <laughs> mm. You know, it was cool, and nobody. I mean, he has been he has been asked about that in terms of revisionist kind of things as well. But um, look, but I uh, think he 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 uses these samples in order to kind of create a tone of the I, I don't know this kind of perceived spiritualism or mysticism of the source material which I think is problematic um like I yeah I like that song because the voice in it is so um is so powerful obviously um and I've always liked the sound of it but you know it mm. It, yeah, it doesn't mean it doesn't make me uncomfortable thinking about how much that absolute snake has made <laughs> off all these materials, you know. And also, you know, like Alan, Alan Lomax was a was a, a, a white collector of music as true, well. And, true, and, and that like, also should make us feel a bit strange and uncomfortable. But Yeah, yeah, know, Lo, it's, Lomax it's is an incredibly thing, important and uh, complex figure in, in the history of kind of, you know, folk music. Um, we should do an episode about him actually because I'm I'm very yeah very interested in him as a person um and and the uh, Seegers as well but uh anyway yeah I, I I understand the the discomfort and I think yeah for me it is that sort of like um I ma- making something with you know incredibly complex and rich roots um and just sort of like ushering it along with this sort of um new age spiritual mystic you know yeah and i mean he spiritual made so music much for money. white people kind of thing yeah i mean they, those original artists obviously made no money at all uh, yeah and he's made uh hundreds and thousands and maybe millions of them as well so mm. that, that adds to the discomfort as well for sure yeah um so yeah it does make it awkward um but yeah less i hate more of just like ooh, i feel uncomfortable about this icky. So, yeah icky okay my final song um is i think probably in the same vein as i got a feeling by black eyed peas but um it's it's particularly the drop in this song um it's by lmfao um which i hate saying out loud and it's called party rock anthem enjoy this Shake 
How nice of us to finish on a very obnoxious uh, <laughs> ending there. Now, lovely. That song makes me feel sick. Um, yeah, this and Sexy and I Know It are both... Uh, I, I actually kind of thought they were the same song um, and then I realized they weren't. Um, everything about LMFAO just... Screen, like the, the 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 album is entitled "Sorry for Party Rockin'," the the cover of it is the two guys in like you know sunglasses and like just a woman's stomach. She doesn't have a head. She doesn't have you know. It's just a stomach and groin area with the title of the album written on her in like sharpie or whatever. And it's just it, I don't know. It, it was just this was such a fucking volatile time for like just these like bro-y club anthems yeah like i i just i don't know it, it, it was just it just reminds me of like the culture club culture mainstream club culture at this time and uh, it makes me feel sick um i think it's awful i think the the everyday i'm shuffling bit uh it just really irks me I think it's one of the worst things to happen to music um, in a long, long time. And I hate it. <laughs> Fair. Most of I mean, mine are it's... from the 2010s, I think. Certainly like 2000s, 2010s. Um, yeah. A lot of I them I mean, are. that's, it was a bad time for music for a long time. It, it was, time, uh, it was really sure. bad. Yeah. Should but yeah, that's my last briefly, one. Should we go through briefly a few um, songs that did make the cut that um, yeah. should have, should have, or could have on a different day? Should have, would have, could have. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say I was looking for a U2 song I really hated because I, mm. but I didn't want to just like U2 bash either. But I do hate "Beautiful Day" as a song. Do um, you? Yeah, I do. Okay, fair um, enough. Galway Girl. Which Ed one? Sheeran. Oh yeah, Ed oh yeah. yeah. Um, "Hold California," which you mentioned. Um, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> another song that I've grown to hate is um, "Sweet Child of Mine." Don't like that anymore. I, I never like liked "Sweet younger. Child of Mine." Um, I was never a fan of that. Um, a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers songs I don't like. I just don't like that band, actually. I've just never, I never got it. Never really understood Fair. it. Okay. Um, That's fine. Um, uh, controversial one, maybe. Everlong by Foo Fighters. Just don't get it. Mm, um, I just like that song. Doesn't make me feel anything. Um, uh, nothing Sex on Fire, Dave. Kings of Leon. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Absolutely. Hate that song. Um, Oh God! What else? Oh, um, bare naked ladies. One week. <laughs> What's that one go like? It's been one week since you looked at me. You know that one. Oh God! Uh, yeah. Oh my God! Chinese, Chinese chicken. That one. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's bad. That's really bad. And one that I really had to. Oh my God! Closing of... time. Sorry. Closing. Oh, time. I never even did it. I fucking that forgot to, add to start time. all this. <laughs> I mean, we could finish on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll it is get, closing we'll, time we'll, we'll use closing time to play us out um, okay, which is the great. worst thing that people do it's the worst but sorry you, okay, you, you were about we to say to another one there it. no mm -hmm. I was just going to say um, Nisloppy um, JCB oh the JCB song Christmas number one I, I mean uh, again I, I think it's a bit but it's a novelty song right it's like, yeah exactly so that's why it's not I sincere not it, yeah. it does annoy me an awful lot yeah so we leave if it I'm on God, we it's not yeah, really. Uh, Isn't she lovely? By Stevie Wonder is another song I don't like either. Really don't like that song. Mm. Yeah, not one of his best. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Seven Nation okay. Army, I, I now hate it because of uh, its overuse. I hate it because it's overuse. Yeah. Do you not yeah, love when yeah. you're at a football game and everyone goes, da, 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 da. Do you not love that? Do you not love that? You know, you, you, you know when you're with the guys and, and you're at a football game and someone scores a goal and you all go, da, da, da. Do you not love that? You know when you're I at a football we're game, gonna, not. We're going to finish with semi sonic <laughs> closing time. Yeah. Thanks to it's Andrea. It's closing Cleary time for, for us, guys. <laughs> okay oh, yeah look it's fine this, it's this fine. is fun now it was <laughs> it was fun in a in a in a horrible way thank you for all for joining us yeah um, and, and you, we're so you know sorry that you had to, to listen to all that yeah here we go all right bye it's time for us to say goodbye it's time for us to close up here's closing time by semi-sonic on the worst songs the songs we hate bye time turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl closing time one last call for alcohol so finish your whiskey or beer closing time you don't have to go home but you can't stay Oh